It's not, as, it's not as bad as my brother has it. You know, in the rodeo, they put something around his balls so that they'll, so he'll buck them. Guess what, everybody? It's Hoven Charles Talks, Talks Comics again. I'm here with my good friend Charles Herring, and I'm Hav, and guess what we're going to do? We're going to talk comics. Yay! Hey, Charles, how are you? I'm great, Hav. Very, very good. You introduced yourself. You introduced me. You did it completely different from where I did it. You had more energy than I have, because let's be honest, I opened the show flat. I'm proud of you. I don't know about that. Hey, thank you. You're welcome. I was just giving, I'm just trying to give you constructive Constructive crit- well, I was just, I, Pos- You're I, trying to trying to boost me up. Yes. A little positivity to start yeah. out with. Hav brought was very worried. He wanted to open it again because he wanted to make sure he said his name first. Yeah. And, and we'll introduce myself, period. Yes. In, instead of not. Well, yeah, not, not you say your name first. Yes. Yeah, that, that's uh, true. In fairness, I say my name first when I introduce the podcast. Did I not? I won't see it. No, no, no. You said, said you said my name first, and then you said, and I'm Hav, and then we went on. He's This is Javier Gonzalez, uh, my co-host on HavandCharles.comics. Yeah. So, hey, guess what? We, without, we, when we suggest stuff, it's not like we powwow beforehand, and we just happen to suggest, each of us suggest one of the big two from DC for this go-around of season, season three, episode 10. I suggested... As I usually do, the older one in time, which was the soup, it was called Superman, colon, the Supergirl saga, a three-parter that went back and forth, went from Superman to Adventures of Superman and then back to Superman, because, you know, at any given time, Superman has three or four different titles going. And then Charles suggested whatever happened to the Cape Crusader. Uh, mine was 1988, September. Charles's was just a tad later on in time in april of 2009 yes so give or take a couple years i don't know the math is hard yeah i i decided to suggest mine because we had just had our conversation about dark batman and there was some stuff in i i remembered some stuff from whatever happened in the cape crusader the one time i had read it that i i kind of wanted to talk about based on on this so, and I actually wrote, I, I misremembered a whole bunch of stuff, but I, I really liked it. And we'll definitely talk about it in a little while. But yeah, you, you suggested, as you said, the Supergirl saga, the Supergirl saga. I always thought a saga should last, I don't know, longer than three. Okay. So that's another good point that we were just briefly talking about before we started recording the pod. That's right. This is a pod and we are pod people. No, and we're I'm not. Gonna, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to die on that hill. He, he, is, he is not right. Hav has come to the conclusion that since he opens the show, he's in charge now and we'll disabuse him that when I edit this motherfucker. Ooh. So I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. There's just to be perfectly clear. There is no one in charge. Well, Jesus, anybody that's listened knows that there is no one in charge of this fucking show. Yeah, no. I, we were talking beforehand. We we each suggested one of the big three, two of the big three, I guess, really. But anyways, I suggested a Superman story, Charles, a Batman story. We don't power beforehand. That just was happenstance. And then also with Charles very adroitly pointed out before we started recording the pod, two, two of the longest titles that we've ever suggested, especially in combination 
Mine was a three-issue run. And really, Charles's was a two-issue run with some backup stories. Yeah, that was exactly what it was. Two issues. And it wasn't even backup stories. It was backup stories from other Batman books that they kind of put into a graphic novel to call it the Deluxe Edition. Written by Neil Gaiman, though. Not all of them. Oh, I thought they were. I don't think all of them were written by Neil Gaiman. Well, I'm going to... Because when you go to... Yeah, it goes with other tales of the Dark Knight written by Neil Gaiman. Oh, sweet. Okay. So all those backup titles, they're just different artists. Oh, okay. Yes. Oh, which, oh, oh, by the way, you know I didn't pay attention to who who drew them. Come on. You, yeah. Yeah, I know. That that makes sense, though. So they're all Neil Gaiman. Written. Yes. And he's it, he's an okay comic book writer. Some people say he kind of knows what he's doing. Yeah, I don't know. Some people. And some people are incredibly excited about Good Omens Season 2, which is coming out tomorrow. Never. I've heard good things. Uh, Amazon? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Tread lightly uh, there, my friend. I've never, I, I've heard good things. Yeah. You should read the book, Good Omens, by I, I watched Terry Pratchett show. and Neil Gaiman. What was the show? American Gods. Yes. Based on some, mm-hmm. a book or series of books he did? I don't even know. It was a book. It was a book? Okay. A book. Now, uh, he, he has some other, he has another book in that same world where the gods exist the way he has those gods existing. But this, the Terry Pratchett, the, the, the Good Omens was a was co-written with Terry Pratchett. And I think I've mentioned on the pod before, Terry Pratchett is one of my all-time favorite authors. So that was- You really, have. That, that was really my first introduction to Neil Gaiman. I didn't even know he was a comic book writer. I think I read American Gods before I realized he was a comic book writer. Yeah, because you never read any Sandman. I have attempted to. I think I picked up a Sandman once, and then I put it right back down. I was like, yeah, that ain't for me. I should probably try again, but... Well, we're going to get to more of Neil uh, Gaiman, Gaiman. I I want to say Gaiman, Gaiman, Gaiman uh, in a little bit. I suggested firmly from my wheelhouse of the mid to late 80s, and I remember this. I don't know what made me think of this... I think it was because of all the hoopla, ha, hoopla, all the stuff going around with James Gunn taking over DC mm-hmm. everything when it comes to visual, you know, moving pictures, whether TV, small screen, cartoon, etc. People bemoaning, still the very loud minority of Snyder bros that really, really think Snyder did a good job, which I know we're both very much clear on the record that you know, agree to disagree with those, with those folks. And I think everybody else, most of the people agree with us that it wasn't quite, Superman isn't dark and gritty through a gray filter, blah, blah, blah. But I did remember this arc that I had read back in the 80s where Superman killed Zod and his two minions. Goddamn. You didn't even, we haven't even talked about the story yet. And you're just like, fuck it. I'm Look, do- if you haven't read this, uh, no, that's, no, that's on not, you. Again, that's not the point. We're back. We, I'm glad. I'm so glad. I was thinking about this the other day. You haven't done this in so fucking long. There are I'm just getting to the things. point. There are certain things. Issues. Shut the fuck up. There, I, I, <laughs> I understand. I understand. But look, there's a whole story involved in this. And there's some what's and the wherefores and the whys. And you're, you're just nothing. Oh, by the way, he killed three people. See, I, I'll throw the other two in because you're like, you just killed Zod. No, he kills Zod. I said Zod and his two minions. I said Zod and his two minions. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I just, Jesus Christ. So, yeah. And then I, I remembered it. I remembered liking it. 
I didn't remember thinking it was the best thing since sliced cheese or anything. So as I usually, what'd you think? I enjoyed it. It, it was okay. It was with the caveats of everything that's wrong with a 80s comics. It was some of the densest texts I've ever seen in my life. I mean, it was just all talk, 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 talk. It was just, I mean, good Lord, just art all covered with talk balloons. Okay, look, for example, did anything happen in the first two issues besides explain what was going on? Did anything happen? Did anything happen really at all other than that he killed Zod after a big fight? Thank you. No, I understand. I mean, I understand, but... I, I, I think this whole point of this was to reintroduce Supergirl. Honestly, from, from looking at this, it was to reintroduce Supergirl into the continuity, to bring a Supergirl back. Uh, su- yes, a Supergirl. A Supergirl back. So they did this. And then that's where we got that Supergirl that I had read stuff that ends up being Carol Danvers. Not the Carol Danvers in the Supergirl show, but that's they're gonna. She's gonna have the name Carol Danvers. Right? Okay, not Carol Danvers. That's not Carol Danvers. Carol Danvers. That's that's Ms. Marvel. That's okay, Ms. Marvel. It's or, uh, or Marvel or Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. Yeah. Sorry, well, it was Miss Marvel originally. Sorry, Carol Danvers. It was shit. Um, oh my god, I'm blanking. Well, it's Lana Lang. Well, it's Lana Lang it's, in this but one. It's, it's not. It's not going to be Lana Lang. That's right. Because it's not Lana Lang. We. It it's Kara. Out. It's Kara. It's Kara, Kara. Kara something. Yes, and I don't remember her last name. Kara. But, and apparently this, uh, the groundwork was laid for this issues back. Again, they have to give a whole bunch of exposition and explanation. Superman had already gone to this other pocket universe where only Krypton and Earth existed because this super-powered, you know, Omega-level entity, time trapper person... Cara Danvers. It is Danvers. Cara Dan- Cara Dan- okay, Cara Danvers. Huh, uh-huh. not Carol Danvers. Oh, interesting. Yeah, see, that's, I, 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 at ah. least that makes it easy for why I got it so damn confused. No, hey, I didn't remember that. Superman had already gone back, had already visited this pocket universe that this time trapper, superpower, this is a being for, that exists, that had existed since the Big Bang, Bang, created this own pocket universe with just Earth, just Krypton, stripped it down so that the only Earth superhero was apparently Superboy, and then far in its future, there was a legion of superheroes, and that's all convoluted and crazy. Fast forward to this arc, a Supergirl appears that's kind of shape-shifty. It's Lana Lang. It's not Lana Lang, and she's forgetful. It takes a whole bunch of time for her to remember. She's got to take him back, and it's it turns out it's because their pocket universe with Just Earth and Krypton, Lex Luthor's a good guy in that pocket universe, mm-hmm. duped by Zod into letting him out of the Phantom Zone. Zod, his female lieutenant, and his henchman, big dude, just like from Superman 2, are released and wreck, wreck havoc on the Earth to the point where... They kill everyone on Earth. They, they, they drill down to the core. They literally kill everyone on Earth. Everyone is dead, except for like four people. Well, and then you get the whole thing where heroes are going to be heroes because you have Bruce Wayne, you have... Hal Jordan and you have Oliver Queen that are still being heroes, even though Hal never got his Green Lantern ring and Green Lanterns well, don't exist in this Hal, universe, apparently. Hal was a hero before that. He was a test pilot and an Air Force. Uh, he was an Air Force pilot. So he was already a hero before he got a ring. And then we have two billionaires. So let's. <laughs> right. Right, they like to dress up and go out at night. Yeah. When like Robin Hood, we're yeah, like the, a bat. The, yeah, the, 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 we, we, we have a hero and two perverts. 
It's let, let's whoa, define. Whoa, hey, kink shamer. I, you know what? Fair point. Except when billionaires do it, I get to kink shame. Okay. I'm just I I'm I'm setting up the rules, I, and I know they think billionaires. I can't wait till billionaires start talking about how they're an oppressed minority because we say nasty things about them. Hey, I I really I, every night I say a prayer for you, for your people, the poor white men that are you know christian or christian you know usually from a christian background i i, you I, I was ba- gonna say you you're, poor you're, bastards you're, in this country you, you were having some trouble with me i look i, I i'm not I, it is confusing i'm not christian but i am christ-like there you go, there you go. i i am yeah. a virgin with very few friends oh oh do you hear that everybody it's a little little violin right there i have going it's, it's you can barely you got to turn up your volume really loud to hear it. No, I love it when the you know oh these poor these I, I see this now I know before the strike but these writers in Hollywood these poor white men that are complaining like ah I can't get a gig writing. I'm like uh, you don't want to look at the stats, buddy. I think yeah. you guys as a group are doing okay comparatively. Yeah. Anyways. No, I know it's so many. Yes, yes, I get it. White white people are bad. I said it. You happy? I'm not saying that. I'm just saying you're, no, you, no, you've got I, a pretty I, good... What was no, it I'm that, not. Look, I, dude, I, I'm well aware of what you're saying, and I agree with you. <laughs> Louis C.K., although that's another guy that fucked up. Jesus. God damn it. Fucked up? He really did. Fucked uh, yeah, up. Yeah, he's just an asshole. He's an idiot. Yeah. He's, he's an asshole. He's a pervert. He, I mean... He's a, non-consen- a, he's, he's a non-consensual sexual Weirdo. deviant. Pre- predator. Yeah, he's a uh, sexual predator. Yes. But he, I remember him having a bit about, you know, hey, being a, white, a straight white guy, not a bad gig. Exactly. Uh, yes. Wouldn't trade it. Wouldn't trade it with any of you motherfuckers. Well, Chris Rock, does it, Chris Rock does it better. Well, that's not... Well, well I know. That is, no, that's true. You know what? Cause Chris Rock, God, because that was, as Chris Rock says, I'm rich and ain't no white man going to trade places with me. Yeah, that's true. I'm rich and famous. Ain't no white man going to trade places with me. I And Absolutely. he says it's better than me. He builds it, but that's it. And that, white guys, oh, oh no, white men, we don't have privilege. The fuck we don't. Jesus. Speaking of canceled and doing fucked up stuff. So this was written, all of these are written by John Byrne. The two, so this was Superman 21, continued in Adventures of Superman 444, and then concluded in Superman 22. All from 1988. All of them written by John Byrne. The Superman issues were written and drawn and inked by John Byrne. The Adventures of Superman, written, co-plotted, co-written by Byrne and and Jerry Ordway. Uh, Very well-regarded dude for a long time. Did a lot of Shazam, Captain Marvel comics for DC back in the day. Since all, you know, Byrne in the 70s, late 70s, 80s was comic book royalty. He really was. He, he had great runs on Superman. He had a great run on Fantastic Four. He was part of the Claremont, him and Claremont on X-Men before he, he jumped ship and Claremont kept on going. And then in more, re- more, more recent years, he said some shit. So I made a conscious decision to, to recommend this, knowing that I was going to read about his bio and his more recent stuff in the 2000s where he's called. He's compared trans people to pedophiles. He's said some things about pe- uh, immigrants need to assimilate. I think he's British, maybe. Does so that, he said does some that shit. matter? 
Okay. No, I just, just I mean, calling that out. Just, no, just, just, I'm just mentioning it. He's British. I, I believe I could be wrong about that. I confuse him and Claremont for some reason. I think Claremont's American. I think he's British. I'm not positive about that. I should have probably looked that up. Anyways, so that goes to the whole, you know, do you, do you not, do I still not read stuff because of the artists has done stuff more recently since you know in in more recent times right now the classic thing is harry potter lady being same anti-trans calling yeah massive turf turf yeah i mean it's it's all over the place and i I just decided you know what i did like this run i remembered it finally i was going to recommend it and just talk about it and come be upfront about the fact that apparently this this guy's been a douchebag here recently here well, he's probably a douchebag back then, too. It's not like that people all of a sudden become a douchebag. True. So here's the thing you can take. For once, you can be happy because one thing we know is since he worked for one of the big two comic book companies, he's not getting any money from you reading that. Th- that's true. Well, speaking of that, he is was critical of... He has been critical of a lot of artists creators that complained about not getting fair pay from the big two mm-hmm. he has criticized kirby he has criticized schuster so he's just one of these right wing jackholes co- that's all corporate company man yeah all corporate and yeah no to okay. the point where apparently kirby in in destroyer duck it was a comic he did they they made a point of making fun of burn uh, because he is wow. you know i just think a company man from glenn glary glenn ross when Al Pacino's calling with his face a company man. You're just you're just a company man. You're a company man. Look at you. Yeah. Just go get your coffee and enjoy yourself. And scene. We're, so we're not gonna do. I'm not gonna do dueling impersonations with you. Because you know it, it. You just it would just not be fair. That's true. That is true. It, it would, would not. It would not be fair. I I agree. Me. I didn't say. Me. I did not say that. I I was just agreeing with what you said. Now clearly you. You think I can do impersonations better than you, which is adorable. I know. And probably, well, if, I, if I'm anything, and, it's adorable. And probably accurate. So so there's all that about John Byrne, Yay. which is, again, I there are some stories. I mean, he had a great run on Fantastic Four. And to, to think some of the stories that he that, there's just some stuff in the stories that he's written that to me don't jive with the shit he said here more, most recently and these worldviews. All that said, going back to the story... There's not a lot there. So Superman goes back. Earth is devastated. He's got to take on these more powerful than him Kryptonians because the Kryptonians there are more powerful than him. Yeah, Superboy was more powerful than him. He fought Superboy when he came, when he went there, evidently. The first time. Yeah, and this is this is kind of the take on that old school Superboy that they did. And they, they've retconned him away completely because Superman was not... Almost every Superboy we're familiar with growing up, there was no... Every Superman we're familiar with, there was no Superboy. It's more of like what Smallville did where he was... He had some powers growing up, but he was not a fully grown little super whatever. Yeah, dressing up and going yeah, on adventures. Yeah, dressing up and going on adventures. So that that is more... I don't think it was Golden Age. I think it was just at what it was the Silver Age. Was more that Silver when, Age. It was more yeah. Silver Age. And they so. killed him off. And they did kill him off when we got to... Crisis? Yeah, I thought Crisis they killed I him off. I think so. Except, That's what I think too. Yeah. When they killed Supergirl too. Yeah. The they, classic cover. Yeah. So 
they they kind of brought it back so they did it in a pocket universe and then that was an exp- explanation of some of this so everything with with dc and obviously with uh, marvel does the same thing with multiple timelines and this but they really concise that when they explained it with it, it just the only two the the time raper trapper. time trapper keeper the time that's how i remember keeper. his name Okay. Yeah, that's how I remember his name. Okay, he just the two planets were all that he had in the universe, and he destroyed everything else, and he made them all more powerful because he really liked those stories, and then got bored with it apparently and left it. Al- I don't know. I, I think he left it alone when Superboy left. I thought that was what happened. I think you're Superboy right. Superboy left, and Superboy's gone evidently, and I don't yeah, know they, what that's about. It didn't explain any of that. So they it did not. It, it the Lana the Supergirl that Hob mentioned was uh, Lana Lang. Evidently, Lana Lang died, and the Lex of that time made this. I don't even know how to explain it. It is just a a self replicating goo with superpowers that can become whoever it wants, and he convinced that it was Lana Lang who had died. Did, didn't know she wasn't real. She didn't, it didn't know it wasn't real. So at one point as they're killing, as the Kryptonians are killing everyone except Superman, the Supergirl gets killed, except it turns out that she didn't get killed. So the only thing that happens, the whole, like I said, I think the whole point of this is, so he brought this desiccated husk that's healing. Is that a good description of what it was? Yeah, a little oozy. Yeah. A little pussy. Okay, well, I didn't catch that. I just it just looked dried wormy. out, dehydrated looking. Brought brought it to Ma. Bare, barely Ma, has eyes. Ma and Pa Kent. And yeah, Lana. because in this iteration, Pa is still alive. Yes. Well, and it just good lord, you never know. I honest to God, you just never know if if Pa Kent is dead or if Ma Kent is dead or if or if they're youngish and attractive or they're oldish and unattractive i they change so much it's it's the most changed well i can just tell you in this universe clark doesn't let his dad die in a fucking tornado how about that because that's fucking stupid yes it is yes it is i mean the whole town of smallville knew clark had powers already so what the hell anyway go ahead i'm I'm sorry it was you're on a a roll you're fine so they brings it back brings it back and so now we have established this character being raised, kind of taught by Lana Lang, Ma and Pa Kent, like Superman was. So you're going to get a Supergirl. This is the Supergirl that at some point will go find and befriend the Lex Luthor there. So you see, I've read some stuff with that, and I always wondered, before I read this, I always wondered why she was around Lex Luthor. But somewhere in her head, Lex Luthor is her friend. So that's why she's with Lex Luthor. And I think that's when they do the arc where Lex Luthor is getting old. So then his son takes over. And what it turns out, it's it's a clone of him that he's put his brain into that's a younger version. Huh. That may not be along in this, but that is that did happen at one point with with Lex Luthor. Because comics. Yes. Because comics. To nitpick about this, too, because I did not remember this. From my original reading, I swear I think I read this off the spinner rack, comic book rack at the grocery store back in the 80s. Again, remembered it, 
remembered it because of the ending. Remember that cover, that last cover of Superman 22 with the green, with him having the kind of executioner mask on? Did not remember that the Lex Luthor of that pocket universe, full full red-headed relative of Jimmy Olsen that he is, he, the whole... And I, I'm cursing more of this podcast for some reason. The whole fucking time the Earth is getting devastated by these three Kryptonians, he's been sitting on green fucking kryptonite. And gold. I'm like, what the? Gold. You had to have gold. gold, whatever it gold. was that, that could kill but, them. I mean, both, but gold takes away their powers. Gold takes away their powers. that's what, that's But there what, was green, too. Yeah, I, I, know, mean, they, I know, but gold takes away their powers. And, and they didn't know what gold was. They got rid of almost all the other kryptonite. So you, you, you're missing, because remember, he said they somehow got rid of all the kryptonite except that little bit. But he had gold kryptonite. Takes away their powers. Does not take away in the, oh, golly, we have to make sure this Superman doesn't lose his powers. It doesn't work on him. But it took away. I, I mean, that was, the, that was the thing. He went and got the gold. And then he's saying, well, after after I messed up, I wanted it to be me. This is, but this is pure Lex Luthor. It's hubris. Yeah, yeah, go it's ahead. pure hubris. He he didn't want to use the 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 gold kryptonite to take away their power because it was his fault. So he wanted to be the reason. He he had to come up with a great idea to save everybody. But well, I really instead, think it was I really think it was green kryptonite at the end. It really was. Well, that's, that's green kryptonite green. is what he killed them with. The only reason he could kill them. Oh, it's because, because he depowered he used, them. Because he depowered them. He depowered them. There you go. He gotcha. depowered them, threw them in the thing, then took green kryptonite and murdered them with that instead of just, I don't know, flicking flicking their heads off. Well, again, just in fear. I mean, the, again, not again. I keep on saying again. Huge nitpick plot hole issue. I know hubris. I know Lex Luthor. But Lex Luthor let billions of people die because of his pride of wanting to be the one that took down i mean he had access in, in other iterations of lex Luthor, he's killed multi-millions of people so no this is oh, we're, we're back to this plot hole thing this isn't a plot hole this is this is a core thing of lex Luthor's. okay you're right i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna admit that you're right about lex Luthor being that big of a self-indulgent narcissistic exactly idiot yes to the point where he literally, sorry, I'm stealing your thunder again. You're fine. Let the whole fucking earth die because. Okay. okay. Look, I let you open the fucking show. <laughs> I'm okay with the literally, but now you're literally and cussing and opening the show. You know what? This podcast is. Up. No. <laughs> I learned it from watching you. I learned it from watching you, dad. <laughs> okay so no for some reason on reread that really i sat there it's like what huh ah yeah but oh really okay so i know lex luther so idiot I, asshole i think this is a, I think this is my problem with the whole plot hole whining and not you whining but i'm just you, you you've reiterated oh this is a plot hole this is a plot hole that we, pl- we, yeah. we've been going over this a lot recently you see plot hole I see a place, eh, not even that, I see a place where they had to do something to move the plot along. And just because you're not happy with the reason for that doesn't mean it's a plot hole. It means it's something that you're is right. disappointing to I know, you. I agree. No, no. And I'm just, I, this, this happens, this happens a lot because it's, I don't, I'm not going to get back into that Star Wars thing. We'll offline fight about this later. And I'm going to bring notes. Anyway. Uh, I'm right about the Star Wars thing. You're never right about the Star Wars thing. So, 
you you have to move the story along sometimes, and I've lost my I've lost my no it, no it's in his nature it's the yeah. it's the it's the scorpion on the back of the frog exactly. thing you know exactly. why, you know you you killed us both why'd you do that because I'm a scorpion it's in my nature you, and it, beyond this, fit- this beyond this hold on you want to get into that at any point the nations of Earth could have capitulated and they wouldn't have exterminated five billion of them so they could not win this war yet they kept fighting. And then they, so they exterminate. That was, honestly, that was, I was looking at that going, wait, why are they still fighting? They've lost every single battle, every single time with every, why do you keep fighting? And then, and then I did think about the flip side. What's the end game for Zod and I forget their names. Just, they're going to be the last three people in existence. And then what are they going to do? Just hang out? Yeah. And, and you do realize that uh, Burns, Supergirl character can be male or female or whatever so he basically did a trans character there you go well and, and then she 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 offers to please superman there at the end i'll make your uh, wild not, pleasure not, you and... not supergirl supergirl did not offer to please superman no i'm sorry end. this no this is all second wanted, in command i'm just, sorry I, that's all right i just wanted to since i did just bring up supergirl uh, yeah and 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 she said she'd do dirty sex stuff with superman <laughs> That that's a different comic book <laughs> that maybe doesn't exist. No, it's uh, at the very rule, end, uh, and she's out, like, she was rule saying, "Rule thirty four, rule thirty four says that exists." No, you know, it, there's a fanfic comic book out there. Yes, the at the very end, she's offering the girl Kryptonian. Yes, whose names I didn't take good notes, and I forget. It's the it, it's just like from Superman to Zod. He's got the female lieutenant, and then the dumb, you know, muscle guy, and then and then Zod's offering to make peace with Superman or something or kill him, and then the big guy's going to kill Zod himself. It's all it all goes down as you think it would, and then do they look? It's just I, I know Superman. Superman is going to get back to our to to his Earth some way or another. Do they explain how he gets back from that pocket universe, or he's no, just back? He's just that's back. what I thought. Okay. Well, there, there was a there was a whatever way that he got there, he went back that way. I mean that, okay. yeah. T- took the one hundred and one. Yeah. yeah, he took the one hundred and one. Okay. To the four hundred and five. Yeah. yeah. Didn't he get off and you know right there? He took the one hundred and one to the four hundred and five. He got off onto the the five. Took that straight up through Ventura. No, it, no, the, okay. It doesn't anyway. Never mind. I don't know. I don't know. The one hundred one. The one hundred one goes to Ventura. Okay, I see. I knew that. Okay. Well, no, you. It's I called. It's it's called the Ventura Highway. So. No, see, I I've, I've been out there a couple of times, yeah. but I, I don't know. I I'm not strong with the geography. <laughs> That's fine. I I I'm not generally strong with geography. I just have been out there more than once. It, well, yeah. Duh. You live there. It's, literally. Uh... Literally. It, it, it the intersection of the 101 and the 405. Huh, okay. Yes. What else? I lived I under a bridge. I, I'm sorry, said it again. I said I lived under a bridge. It's expensive out there. I had a very nice cardboard box. Yeah. <laughs> Did you always listen to that Chili Pepper song? You're going to have to feed me more on that one. I don't know. Red Hot Chili Peppers? I know who they are. Under, Thank the, you. under the bridge downtown? Nope, That's don't know that. I one. lost some blood. Oh. Under the bridge downtown is where I. No, okay, no, I'm not going to sing any more of that, but yeah, that's a pretty, it's like one of their hugest hits. Okay, I probably, I maybe it was the rendition that I was missing. Yeah, it's, I was not doing it justice there. Just Google it later. Okay. So uh, yeah, so he murders, uh, uh, look, I, I'm going to, I joke about that, he murders. These three people murdered five billion people on that earth. 
Yeah, he should have killed him. Fuck him. I and I am I am as anti death penalty as the next person, but there are some people and the horrors that they do, and this is a comic book, by the way, so if they're not dead, they're gonna get their back. powers back and they're going to come back and do something like this again. I mean he has a thing too where he says something to the effect that there's nobody left to arrest them, yeah, prosecute there, them, no, yeah. sit in judgment and 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 then take out and then whatever that judgment is carry it out render that judgment yeah. so he decides he's going to do judge all of the above. And executioner you know what and by the way he's in a completely different jurisdiction and he's the only person there once he killed them so who's going to punish him for it what happens I mean, in the pocket universe stays in the pocket universe he'll kill himself he'll he'll kill himself he'll punish himself sorry that's what i was trying to say yeah Okay. Yeah, he'll definitely punish himself. But I mean, it's not like we hadn't seen Superman kill Zod before. I mean, our first real, our first on-screen Superman of our childhood killed Zod. Yeah, he did. And yeah, again, he did. And he did not kill five billion people. No. Not no. He killed many less. I mean, like the first, yeah, yeah, just like dozens at the most. Yeah. If that. Anyway, any more on this one? No, I really don't have much more on this one. There's just not that much to it. Well, again, it wasn't like it was more than three issues. Oh, something else that we talked about before we jump away. We did read this on the DC app. The DC app is eh, especially compared to Hoopla. They listed it as 13 pages each issue, but I, I figured out, because I, I went back to just kind of flip through it, every page was laid out as a full splash page, but not as a splash page. It was just the panels were left to right from left side of the comic to the right side of the comic. So for whatever reason, DC decided, or the DC app people decided, no, it's not 26 pages, it's 13 pages because you read, I don't know. It just didn't, it was pretty dumb. Yeah, because it, 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 I I almost always, when I'm reading something, Hobbs suggests check the page count when I start it, and I noticed it was 13 pages. And I was like, oh, this will be an easy read, and then I just kept reading it, and I'm like, this is the longest 13 fucking pages I've ever read in my life. And that at least makes sense, because, I mean, it was some dense tech. It was good. It, it was. It wasn't great. It was not, but by no means was it a bad comic book. No, and you know what, it I just, thank you for pointing out, it, it was my lack of uh, ability to enunciate what i was feeling and not a plot hole not even a nitpick i just hated the way why why lex luther had to be lex luther yet again just sucks but that's that's the way he is to to the point where he let five billion people die because he couldn't go get freaking green kryptonite and gold kryptonite to kill him so one of my favorite tropes in a and it's it, it comes up more than once in Superman comics is when he's trying to find out who Superman is and he's running all of these things and doing all this computer stuff. And one of his texts goes, oh, we figured it out. It's Clark Kent. Yeah. And he's like, there is no oh, you. And we have to start over. Evidently, what we're doing is completely wrong, because in his mind, he cannot conceive that Superman could be Clark Kent because Clark Kent is this bumbling, overweight, dorky reporter and superman he thinks has this ulterior motive so no one with the power of superman could have anybody look at them like that just because his ego is so towering he doesn't get it so it just that always cracks me up i think burn burn had a limited series so some some context and some background on on 
I mean, this is already issue 22. Superman, the title was rebooted with the number one after Infinite Crisis on Infinite Earths. Then they did Legends, I think, shortly after that. But then Byrne comes out with this limited series, six-issue series, Man of Steel, that then they rebooted Superman with number one, but then they continued on with the numbering with Adventures of Superman and Action Comics. And I think he only had three com- only had three comics at the time. Action Comics was usually a team-up. There was an issue of Man of Steel, the limited series, where there's this computer... I swear I can see the cover. There's a computer screen where... Clark Kent is Superman, and, and Lex Luthor, the bald-headed version that kind of looks like Kingpin with a cigar, is standing there. And I swear, I, th- I think that's one of the one of the way, one of the times Lex did exactly what you're talking about, Charles, where he was like, "No, Superman would never be. He would because in his mind, if he had that much power, he'd be king of the the planet." Oh, absolutely. That's why he has to stop him. He's clearly part of an alien invasion that's going to take over the world because that's what he would do. Well, because you know, aliens are bad. Anything of the different is bad. Yes, anything of different course. is bad. Yes, I, I, yeah. I. Let, let, let's be perfectly blunt. It's not necessarily bad to think that aliens coming from another planet to this Earth should be trusted absolutely completely. That that doesn't make you a bad person. You shouldn't, but you shouldn't necessarily. I think you should have some protocols in place. Well, no, to deal I'm with sure we do. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that you, you can't just assume an advanced civilization that's coming to a less advanced civilization has only good intent in mind. Except in this, well, except, except that Superman's proven I, himself I'm not, time and time I'm not, oh, No, I'm not saying that you shouldn't look at Superman that way. I'm talking about real world right now. If we, no, no, this is not me against Superman. I, Superman's oh. great. I don't have a problem with Superman. Although every, I, I'm every, not hold concerned on, about. Although almost every other Kryptonian that showed up on Earth has been bad. That, I mean, they're, they're, literally, we got the one good one. You talk about say, we, we, He's one of the good ones. No, he is the good one. And it's only because he was raised in Kansas. You know what you couldn't do anymore? You legitimately can't have the new Superman raised in Kansas by good Kansas folks because then you would have, I don't know. Super racist super Superman? Nazi. I just, wow, there we go. Ra- raised in the South. No, no, I mean, in the Midwest, good heartland folks. Yeah, right. Lands in the 30s, so a KKK card member, card carrying member. Good Lord, KKK Superman. Instead of fighting the clan, he's... Right, right. And there was a comic book that came out a few years back that was redid that, redid that kind of redid that story. I know there was a, a thing back in the day. Before I forget also, Superboy nowadays, I think, especially since the two. Since the late 90s, early 2000s, I think most people that read comics or have read comics since then will think of Connor Kent Yes, as Superboy with I the like, black t-shirt. I like Connor Kent. I do, too. I thought it was a great idea, and I'm glad they kept it going, and I like it being a distinct, not a younger version of this. You know what I mean? Yes. Separate I didn't, person. I didn't really like his arc on, his final arc on Titans, but... I have not been able... I have, like, three episodes left, and I cannot... They're, they're not, I cannot muster the not, whatever. I got to. I, I, okay, so I finished it and then I decided, what the hell? I haven't seen the first season and I like the first season. So I watched the first season and I, I still like it. I do. It started stronger. It did. But it also. 
the first episodes were great, but as it went on in that season, I'm about to I'm about to hit the final episode. I think I think that's where I've hung up on, and I'm like, I really didn't like the final episode of that. So it was not as strong a show as I wanted it to be because there was some good stuff there. It just didn't work as well as it could have. Yeah, well, I'm I'm almost. I like shows that have beginning, middle, and ends. Doom Patrol. I'm afraid has gone on just a little too long. Well, they're I, they, I, they're going to finish this thing and they're done. So they're I done because they've killed off. They're killing off everything. I mean, this wasn't even Snyder stuff, but they're killing off everything. Hey, I'll be I'll be perfectly blunt. They could have had a little more lightness and happiness. At least Doom Patrol has some funny and some fun in it. They yes. did not have any of that in the Titans. And I'm like, you, I, I I'm sorry. Not everything has to be. I, oh God, I'm a broken record on this, but not everything has to be dark. What the well, fuck? Gar is a funny character. Yeah, you know, I gotta say, rewatching this with Gar, looking watching Gar again after because I watched his arc and his arc was pretty damn good in Titans, and I really appreciate what they've done with him the entire time because I really like him in that first season too. Cool, and, cool. Well, and Coriander's so, hot. Oh my God, <laughs> just yeah. just so ridiculously hot. I well the 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 lady that played Dove. Oh yeah, well, yeah Dove. No, oh dear God. And then yes, her. I I Holy I'm crap. glad I immediately looked up how old the young lady is that played Raven mm-hmm. or plays Raven. She's fairly young. I think she was. Well, she's very young. Yeah, she was probably eighteen. Maybe I was like maybe now she's nineteen or twenty. No, I'm get I'm guessing in that first season she was probably eighteen. Okay. It, the okay, reason good. I say that is it it makes it easier for them to shoot. Oh, that's true. Okay, good. So you find a really young-looking 18-year-old. I was going to say, she's play. really young. I mean, very good actress, too. No, she's good. For playing I, such I a really heavy role. I, she really did a great job. No, everybody in it did a great job. It was really a well-done show that I thought could have been better, and I think it had more to do with writing than acting and directing. Yeah, I, 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 that's, I agree. I think they could have lightened the tone just a little bit. Just, I mean, not even a lot. Just Yeah, or just breaks, breaks of... Hey, you can do some funny campy stuff and like not even campy, just just a joke. You don't even have to have camp to have jokes. I know you. Th- I, I know your campy ass doesn't believe that, but you can. I like fart jokes. Yeah, that's not really camp, but okay. So uh, this Hob is with the a time. Hob with a is Hob's holding a whoopee cushion, holding a sign says, "Is this camp?" Anyway, no. Yeah, I I don't know why you would think that about me or or anything. It's not like. <laughs> I literally am holding a rubber chicken. Okay, I, I know you are. Yes, and now he's finger, he's face fucking the mouth. What you, of why, the... why would you? Why would you say that? That is so weird. <laughs> yes. Okay, now he's pretending <laughs> to. What is wrong with you? Where uh-huh. do you come up with this stuff? I, I wish. I wish. I. I wish I couldn't come up with that because I wish you had not been sitting there on your phone. On the camera, doing that. Now he is holding the rubber chicken like it's going down on him. Now I'm seeing what his O face looks like, which is disturbing. Oh, dear Lord, do not wipe the mouth of the damn chicken. All right. What is wrong with you? Why would you make that stuff up? That is gross. You're a sick person. Uh Oh, my God. So you can reach Charles at Herring Red Reel on Twitter. And my Twitter handle is Avgonzo Tweets. If we, we're still on Twitter for now, we are. Have they changed it to X? Oh God, to X. I refuse to call it that. And I, I love, I love the jokes going on right now. Since part of his anti-trans stuff is he has a trans daughter, 
And oh, really? <laughs> yes, and he, he is all for dead naming people. And oh, my God. I'm sure he's going to have, as people have said, well, we'll see how much he likes dead naming when everybody still calls it Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think people might still call it Twitter. As long as I'm on it, I'm going to call it Twitter. And then the comic book Twitter handle is J and spelled out C Talk Comics. And then we yeah. have a lovely webpage that Charles's Prince of a Brother, Patrick, has put up for us and kept up called and the, the, the web address on the International World Wide Web is HavAndCharles.com. That is correct. And you can send us mail there by going up to the top of the page and clicking a link that says send Hav mail. And he'll get a, a girlish glee about him. I will. I really will. I, I'm going to beat. I, I take it nobody sent us. We, we've been turning these around pretty fast actually, the last couple of weeks. Oh, actually, I've got shoot. something. Before, before the, right before the com- podcast started, I got a text from a young lady named Julie. Oh, no. Oh, God. I think she didn't have time to get it in. As a matter of fact, I'm sure, sure she didn't because she says, Hi, Charles. This one is under the wire. Ask Hav about upside-down coconuts versus pineapples. Have a good pod. So, Hav, talk to me about upside-down coconuts versus pineapples. Yeah. We were watching... Do you watch the show Ghosts? I I used I I've which which I I watched all of the English one and I have seen the beginning of the last the first season of the other one but since then I haven't watched it. So we a couple of Christmases ago found the British one, poured through it over the holiday, mm-hmm. and then we're very excited and a little bit worried that they were doing an American adaptation, but it, it's different but good, uh, just different. Yes. They had an episode where their neighbors were selling some stuff. They live in a huge mansion, right? Yes. And their neighbors also live in a huge mansion. And they were selling garage sale, yard sale kind of thing. Well, there was this thing with an upside-down pineapple lamp. Okay. Apparently, upside-down pineapples are like a universal symbol to swingers. That I, if you, I did, I did not know that. Did you know that? I, I we didn't. We did, watched did the episode. Ju- okay, so Julie didn't know this either. This isn't the whole point that she. No, knew that. this no, is not. This like, is just giving context to the okay, story. Okay, yeah. I was like, what? 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 I, I'm googling it just to make sure. Yeah, pineapples are used as a secret way for swingers to identify each other. Upside down pineapples. All right, are, then. Whether it's a, it can be a pendant. It can be on a shirt. All right, then. That that says a Didn't whole lot. That. I don't think the pineapples in Psych were ever upside down. So okay. And then the other day, like just yesterday or the day before, gosh, she got she 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 smiled, and I was like, yeah, whatever. You're not gonna you're you're not gonna send. I had a brain fart, which I'm prone to do. Where I was looking, at, I had this uh, Tommy Bahama shirt that she got me, has pineapples on it. Some of them are they're not quite completely upside down mm-hmm. but some of them are kind of sideways upside down i'm like oh no does that mean i have to stop wearing this i don't want swingers to get the wrong idea and i said hey julie is do you think this coconut is upside down and she's like coconut and i was like yeah can you tell and i was like well i'm i you know i confuse coconuts with pineapple she's like because coconuts upside down would look different than if they were right side up and she just smiled ear to ear and i was like okay yeah i know i just i my brain didn't work there. And so, yeah, I confuse coconuts with pineapples because I don't know why. 
That's okay. Tropical fruit. Yeah, you know what? That that one. But I, but it was. It, I don't know why because I was like, oh my god, is this is this coconut upside down? She's like, what are you t-? like? She was looking, like trying to figure out what are you talking? What, what coconut? Where? I was like, right. She's like, that's pineapple. Ah, oh, pineapple coconut. She's like, no. Yeah, coconut. I, I'm gonna yeah. have to. I'm gonna have to agree with her on that. Pineapple, coconut. No, they're they're completely different fruit. It's well, like it's yeah. like comparing apples and oranges. It, uh, it, and it's uh, like exactly it, like you know what? It's like on. comparing pineapples and coconuts. No, no, no. It's exactly why. No, I've got a reason why it's exactly like that. Because just like comparing apples and oranges, where apples suck and oranges are awesome. See, you can compare them. Coconuts suck and pineapples are awesome. So see, it's Ooh. exactly like com- comparing the two things. Strong views about coconuts and apples and, and apples. Yes. Wow. Although I like apple that's juice. A, anyway, that's a hot sports opinion right it, there. It is. It is. So yeah, I, I look. I, I'm when I'm wrong, yeah. I I swing for the fences. I don't I, know. If, I don't know if anything's going to top equine therapy. That was pretty. <laughs> I, you know what? I I found what episode that is just to listen to it. It still cracks me up. <laughs> why? Why? With a straight face. <laughs> Why would a horse stay therapy? <laughs> what? Well, I thought I thought part of it too was what? What? Why would you need a, a special therapist just for horses? It's really niche. I mean, couldn't couldn't you just be like a whole pet? Just because they are pet therapists. No, no, it's equine like, therapy. Like I'm thinking, and like a psychotherapist. Like why, I'm thinking, like why do you talking. why do you hate why do you hate mental health for horses? <laughs> I don't know. That's that's bad of me, right? Yes. This Anyways, little, I mean, I could just see the, the the couch talk. Yeah, that little fucker just keeps hitting me with this whip every day at work. It's just beating my ass. Got to run in a circle. <laughs> okay, so you, you pull the cart for once, you cocksucker. Anyway, yeah. They put these blinders on me. I can't even see to my right or left. It's weird, man. Okay. So uh, it's not as it's not as bad as my brother has it. You know, the rodeo they put something around his balls so that they'll. So he'll buck them. That's mean. That is mean. That is mean. All righty so, then. So, so send us send us email. Send me yes, email. Send us an email. Hey, send suggestions of us for stuff for us to read too. If there's something that you're thinking, hey, maybe Hobble like this, maybe Charles will like it, maybe we'll both like it, and we haven't talked about it. Not guaranteeing it, but probably would read it. We we read Survival Street off of Patrick sending me a text, and I don't even know if he was recommending it. He just sent me a text that it was awesome, and I said, well, what the fuck? And we read it, and you know what? It was awesome. It was. It was. It was. So, Charles recommended we read this little comic book called Whatever Happened to the Cape Crusader by this little-known author, writer, Neil Gaiman. And that was, I think, what I said, 2009? Yes. And it, it was in Batman 686 and continued in DC Comics, I'm sorry, Detective Comics 853. I had not read it since it came out. I didn't remember a lot about it, quite frankly. Did not remember how surrealistically cool it was, but it's Neil Gaiman, so what, what would I expect any differently than that? I liked it, of course. Not of course. I liked it a lot. Um, what, what did you think, Charles? I liked it. That's why I recommended it. I I did not remember a lot of it. As a matter of fact, the main thing I remembered about it still struck me as good, which was the part of about the part with Alfred, because I brought that up before. I think I brought that up when we were talking about whatever happened to the Man of Tomorrow. I, I said that there was one that was done 
for Batman. And at that time, you said you hadn't read it, which is... I, I, when I saw the cover... You, you finally, you remembered reading it. I, I, I think I, if I didn't read it, God, I think I was picking, I might have been picking it up back in 2009. Okay. But I think I read it, but it was like, I read it, put it down, done with it. I had not read the backup stories that were included in this, I don't believe. I had just read the two-parter. Yeah. And I don't remember, I think it was just something I read and was like, yeah, I don't think I gave it much. See, I really, I really liked it. It was really well done. So the whole idea is that Batman's dead and they're ha- uh, and Alfred's holding a funeral in the back room of a bar is where they're doing it because it's Batman's funeral. It's not Bruce Wayne, it's Batman's funeral. And the bad guys are coming in. The first one to come in and and there's a there's a there's a homeless guy offering to watch cars and he offers yeah, to watch whoops. Selena Kyle's car and oh miss it's dangerous here, and she's like, oh, don't pet those cats, don't pet those, and then they all jump on her car, and there's guarding, and, she, and he's like, ah! So he meets all of these people coming in, so she comes in, Two-Face comes in, and he does a, a bit with the, I, he says, I watch your car for a buck, watch your car for a buck, and he's like, well, I'll tell you what, I'll flip my coin. If I win, I'll pay you a buck. If heads, I'll pay you a buck. Tails, like I'll kill you. like 20 bucks or something. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, tails, I'll kill you. So they do all that, and then then the Joker pulls up, and he's he's watching him. I loved this. He sees the Joker, and he doesn't say anything. He's just terrified of the Joker. And the Joker's like, hey, buddy, would you watch my car? Because this is a bad neighborhood. And I, he's like, no, you're the Joker. You'll kill me. And the Joker's like, why would, why would I kill you? I only kill people when it's funny. What's funny about me killing you? Watch my, this is a bad neighborhood. I'll give you, like, you you're, watch my car. Then, then you come back to him and he's just cowering there going, if, if, if I watch his car and something happens to it, he'll kill me. And if I leave, he'll kill me. Yeah. He's stuck. So I, I enjoyed, I, I, that was fun. The whole stories on how Batman died is the whole point of this. Yes, and, from and different perspectives from different and different eras. I, I particularly... I liked Catwoman's because she started with it, and it was definitely from the original era, including her wearing a big cat mask and when he first catches him, and that that they were in love and they did this, and that she kills him when he comes in wounded, because it's a scorned lover thing. It was a whole scorned scorned woman thing that so she kills him, and then there's the Alfred one, which is the that's the one that that's I remember so good. That, and it was just that, and this is why I thought of it, it was the insane, out, what Alfred does, because that's with, with Hav and the Alfred causing the whole thing, and it's kind of like that, except it's not, he didn't cause it, he didn't kill his parents, his parents died, and he went in, and he, he went out, and he beat up he beat up bad guys, and that worked for a while, but then he cleaned up the streets, and then Alfred, who had become... This is the Alfred was a stage actor Alfred. Yeah, not and a Secret Service. Not a Secret Service because that, well, that came that came later. That came yeah, that was year one, right? That's who came up with that. Maybe yeah. So he got so he decided that since he had reverted back, Bruce had reverted back into insanity. He said that he had he basically made all of these costumed bad guys he made the riddler he made he made all of them including the joker because it had gotten to be a joke with all of these people and he needed somebody more and there was only one man that could do it so 
he became the Joker. And it was very funny because these people are saying, what the fuck is he talking about? The Joker is sitting right over there. It doesn't <laughs> make any telling, sense. This doesn't make any sense. You were talking about uh, Alfred turns into the Joker because he's trying to... Yeah, he's trying yeah. to keep him from be- being insane. And then he finally... Now I've forgotten because it was uh, days ago when I read this. Did, he it, talks about... Yeah, because every he, so often he has to come up with something new. And, and then, then he discovered it, so he kills him. So he kills him. Yeah, and it was just... It, that was that, that whole thing. And then they get into the, the trope, and it's it's maybe the first time they've done it in DC, but it, it's the same thing when they did the, uh, the 1000 Superman issue 1000, where yeah. it's every every iteration and they talked about it because he's talking to his mom bruce wayne is talking to his eyes he's like am i dead and are you death but you're he's like no it's well i'm your mother and well my mother's dead and i don't believe in an afterlife and that and she said well you don't have to but you're just doing this and this is this is what you do and you're going around again and it's the same thing because the world it's the whole the world needs a batman and actually the world doesn't. DC needs a Batman. So every once in a while, we got to reboot this. So we got to murder some kid's parents. And that kid's parents, the, the kid's name is Bruce Wayne. So then they show him being born. It's, I, I'm, I'm. You're minimizing. It was very I, well I am, done. I, I really like it. I really liked how it was done. But again, it is a, it's kind of a trope, but it was, it was Neil Gaiman and it's done really, really well. Andy Kubert did the art. He comes from comic book royalty his father was joe kubert a very well respected and i do not hesitate to say great comic book artist from at least the 50s if not the 40s i was gonna say he's he probably straddles golden age to silver age did a lot of war comics back in the day in the in the 40s i want to say late 40s early 50s and was more realistic in his comic book art than a lot of them were back then it wasn't as cartoony as Look, I love Jack Kirby, but it's very cartoony. It's very comic booky. Joe Kubert, very much not. His son, two sons, Andy and Adam Kubert, both very well regarded comic book artists. You know, to this day, uh, and to the fact where Kubert had a comic book artist school that a lot of people went to. I want. I'm just making this up, but I think I want to say it's in the East Coast, if not New York, but I could be completely wrong about that. So there's all that. You're welcome. Excellent. So yeah, I, I just really liked that comic. It was it was well done, and it had the the bit where he was a mastermind, and you were so excited about an evil Alfred. Kind of yeah. evil. I mean, he was doing it for good reasons in this. Yes, because he was trying to help his his you know master Bruce. It would. There's a nice, very nice. I didn't take screenshots where he was going out dressed as a bad fighting crime, but never. He was happier when there's these other masked people were around. Yes. And it would get him out of his doldrums, and then he'd come up with somebody else, and like because he he kind of went through it. There was Catwoman, there was Nigma, Edward Nigma, Penguin, probably rattled off some more, and then he was like, "Okay, I got to do the Joker now." Yes, and he said he you know he even had the thing where he did the grease paint, the white grease paint, and it didn't come together till he smiled, and then he was then the Joker was born. I don't know. Oh, I know what I was going to say, the art. So very good art. But also, I don't know if you noticed, when they did the different stories, I felt I, I, this had to have been on purpose, I believe. Andy Kubert, I think, very much mimicked. Yeah, the art of the, the style of the time. Of the that time, that of the era. Yeah. Dick Sprang. 
was a uh, you know going back to Bill Finger, mm -hmm. uh, the original co-creator, and he was a co-creator of Batman when it comes to design and the key design elements, and also some of the bad guys. He I think created Joker, Bill Finger, Dick Sprang, Neil Adams. There was a couple others that I'm blanking on. My my Superman artist I think I've said before is Joe is uh, uh, Jim Aparo, uh, A P A R O. He was a longtime Batman artist for a long time that I just liked the, the, his style and liked his version of, of the Batman. So speaking of Bill Finger, in one of the, in the, the extra story where they're doing the expose on the villains, yeah, they actually get to talk to the Riddler. And the area that they're right. talking to him in the junkyard is called the Finger Yard. That's right. And I took a screenshot of that because I'm like, okay, it, it was awesome. That is awesome. Did you notice? Well, and I and I loved, I loved too, in that thing, it was the junkyard where they took all of the giant replica items of working things that was that was the fad at the time because it's, it is a giant typewriter and a giant camera and a, a dinosaur and a giant umbrella and all this stuff that was just absolutely fully functional. Fully functional, absolutely a, a Batman trope, and I, I I loved that. So from the two issue story about you know his funeral and you know dying and being reborn as Batman. The other thing, did you notice that? So Jarvis, I mean not Jarvis, Alfred is called back to take over for his dad who's passed away as a butler. Did you notice on the headstone his dad's name was Jarvis? No, I didn't. That had to have been on purpose. I'm well, sorry. You do From, know that literally everything in a comic book is on purpose, I, right? Is it cool, Jarvis from Avengers? I just thought that was neat. Oh, his, oh, his, oh, his Jarvis. Yeah. Oh no. Okay. God, my brain blunt. Okay. No, See, yeah, if I had a wife, if I had a wife, she'd be writing you about this. <laughs> no, no, that's what I meant. So yeah, his okay. dad's name no, was I Jarvis. No, I did not notice that. No, yeah, it probably, yes, no, it probably was. Jarvis is the yes. builder from the Avengers. I thought that was cool. That is cool. Joe Chill was the bartender in yeah. the front of the bar that and, everybody and, had to go and past. So, and somebody said, I thought you were dead. He said, yeah, but I had to come back for this. Right. I was like, oh, wow. All right. Mad Hatter was there. Yes. Clayface was there. They made some references to some other kind of B-list. Egghead. A couple other B-lists. Because he's got a big, you know, rogues gallery. Mm-hmm as anybody of his superhero stature would. He's got a ton of bad guys that are just Batman weird bad guys. Okay, so yes, the story was so well done. The art was well done. It was sweet. It was touching. Oh, did you ever read the last comic strip of Bloom County? Probably. Where Opus is going to sleep to like dream forever. It's sad. It's sweet. It For some reason, this reminded me of that. Okay. And I haven't gone back. I have it somewhere. I haven't gone back to reread it, but just, it was sweet. It was sad. It was nostalgic. It was, oh, just, it was going away. Now, obviously this didn't end with that. And yeah. Opus came back eventually. I don't think that was a very end. I don't know if that was the end of Bloom County or the end of the thing he did where he brought him back in Outland. I think that was the end of Bloom County. Okay. Maybe. Anyways, for some reason, and totally different, but same kind of tone. Yeah. I don't know how to, to say it. It made me think of that last panel where Opus is in the bed, kind of tucked in to go to sleep, kind of forever. It was, I don't know. But of course, in this, he comes back, so it doesn't really make any sense. But again, the tone, for some reason, in my head, it made I me think, think of that well, thing. It's okay. You're allowed to uh, think of things. 
Thank you, Charles. You're welcome. I appreciate that. Okay, so now the the things at the end. Yeah, I I liked the I really liked the what's her name one. The Harley Quinn one. Yes, except that it wasn't one Harley Quinn. was Pavane. It wasn't not Harley Quinn. Poison Ivy. Poison Ivy. I, I I knew why you said that. And yeah. hell, I the, the Harley Quinn Whoops. just came back on. I watched the first two episodes of the new season. I still have right not. Did this? You've never watched that cartoon? I've oh watched my. the first season, and for some reason, I watched it like in 2020, and then isn't it like season three or four now? Yeah. I need it. That's I need to put that back on the list. And you just really watch do. For something it's fun. really good. Oh, and it was awesome. It's better. Was, it got was, be- it, it it got better. I was Which, high as a kite when I watched the first season because I was on. That's when I was back and I was on all the painkillers, <laughs> but it was still a good ride. I, I think Caesar watched a few episodes with me. I love, I love that show. I just absolutely love that. And I also, I told you last week when we recorded that I love the new Superman show they're doing. I need. A, I have not watched that. I have. There's so much to watch. Yeah. I haven't watched the last episode of Secret Invasion. I started watching the Foundation show on apple tv we're just part I, it's enjoy i like it it's good but I, I need to remember superman and lois the superman show and max hbo max whatever mm-hmm. oh so the one that you're talking about with poison ivy was called i'm gonna say pavane p-a-v-a-n-e the art was by mark buckingham it was a little different also the before that there was black and white or some such yeah where, uh, I, that one that it was, no? it was, I, it was a bit, I, yeah, it was a bit, it was as if it was comic book characters as actors. Yeah. I thought I, it was good. I, and Lobo okay. was like the director, I think at the end. Was that who that was? I think okay. so. Well, that's, that's fine. Who I thought it was. That's fine. It just, that one didn't, that, it was too much of a bit for me. I just, I, I thought it was a little, I, I thought it was interesting. I thought the art was interesting. Okay. Especially for a short little, I mean, you want to talk about. Yeah, no. Done well, in a it minute a or two. Yeah, I liked it. The original sin. So they start off the last two. They're two separate ones, but it's the reporter doing the deep dive on the bad guys. Yes, and he and he. One of the things he was trying to get was the Joker, and that that's kind of the anytime you have anytime you have a short story or a short film or a short anything, the whole thing is there's got to be a hook that most of the time there's a hook that kicks it back to, towards the end of it, and so he. He wants he wants so bad to interview the Joker. He wants so he can't get in touch with him. He can't get the Joker. He can't get the Joker. He can't get it. So he gets the Riddler, and he poo-poo's the Riddler because his his people get him the the Riddler, and then the Riddler is awesome. They they do it and they shoot it, and they're like, "This is incredible." And then he's doing a stand up at the end where he's doing his finish, and then all of a sudden he dies by the Joker gas. Yeah. With the, the with the the rictus grin from the Joker gas, and it was like, okay, there it is, and that was the that was the Butler did it at the end kind of thing, of the short story, which I liked and was not surprised by at all. <laughs> no, but I, that two parter, it was two different artist teams on it. The first part was the one with just the reporters trying to track down people, a lot of talking, a lot of TMZ ish, and then the last one was a lot of the Joker. It's the when was original sin? I'm not sure. I, th- I wrote that down. And then the second part was when is a door not a door? And when it's a jar. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But I just liked the fact that the Riddler was so nonsensical, almost like a Cheshire Cat. Oh yeah, he was insane. It was great. It was. It was very well done. The art on the on the first of those two parts was my, Mike Hoffman and Kevin Nolan inked it. I don't know Mike Hoffman. Kevin Nolan 
really big in the 80s did some did a lot for marvel especially on doctor strange cloak and dagger did some new mutant stuff and then in the last part of that this really indie artist bernie i'm gonna say Meralt, m-i-r-e-m-i-r-e-a-u-l-t and mark wagner did the inks for him mark wagner has his own book grendel and he did mage which are big indie comic books that have been around and he's written tons of those very very indie very well liked i've read a little bit of mage i know of grendel grendel might be part of d i don't know i forget but i i, I know those I, I, to the point where I, I was like i know that name i know mark wagner's name i'm gonna have to look him up and because it looks so familiar but yeah it was it was good yeah, it was the the whole thing was was well done easy read in this in the sense of it was kind of it was kind of deep but it was an easy read it was well done and it was short it was yeah, i'm kind of, was, I'm, I'm, I'm a little interested that you didn't enjoy as much as i did that first one the black and white one i think i've the, read it before I, I a matter of fact i know i've read it before when i read it again and it was just so i i don't know it was just it was it was a bit yeah it, yeah i think i think you might be right though maybe i did get the idea for evil alfred I swear I think I read this back. I don't, I, I don't know that that's where you got the idea for Evil Alfred. I'm just saying that it it's, made me think of this. Yeah. Because, because we had... And I don't think of this as Evil Alfred. I think this was, let's say it bent theatrical Alfred. So he did do some bad to do some good kind of thing. To help his master. Yes. I still like my Alfred killing the Waynes and taking over. Okay. And then warping little Bruce into sure. a psycho killer. Right. Well, not, I don't know. But yeah, psycho killer. I don't know. Well, no, but he doesn't kill people. But I guess Psycho in this one he Maimer. kills. Psycho Maimer? Yes. Maybe. Hey, you, you okay there? You look like your little your energy's dropping. You need to take a, a five five hour energy drink. We keep this keep this party going all night. No, I think we're good. Okay. <laughs> I think we're good. I don't think we need to take this I don't think we need to take this all night. No. No thank you. Let's just keep on partying, man. No thank Let's you. Let's just keep on going. Hav Hav did a couple of lines of Coke before we started this. Off what? A, off the backside of a hooker. I was going to say off the backside of a rubber chicken, but okay. Rubber chicken's a hooker. So he is admitting he just used the rubber chicken sexually in front of me. Don't kink-shame me. I'm not kink-shaming you. I it was non-consensual. The, the problem isn't your kink. It's the non-consensual part of your kink. I don't, I don't think. I think what me and chicken do. When you're on a video with another person. Oh, you liked it. I did not. <laughs> you never said, you didn't say no. You were saying yes. No, I was not. <laughs> Read the fucking Again, room. again, I'm, I'm just yes handing this because you made all that up. I didn't, uh -huh. I didn't, yeah. I wasn't doing any of that weird stuff. No, I notice, didn't even, notice who has when, a rubber chicken? Notice when I was, when I was describing what he was doing, he was denying doing it. But now he's like, oh, yo, no, now I'm yes anding. Mr. Yes and when he was actually doing something is like, no. What? No, I'm not how molesting dare, how this. How dare you attack me? Yes. I'm so glad I'm recording this. And I mean the that video. The video? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Oh, damn. This will be our first video podcast. Yay. That's way too much <clears throat> So. So, hey. Now is the time on Hob and Charles Talk Comics when we discuss what we're going to read next time on Hob and Charles Talk Comics. The same thing we do every night, Pinky. Oh, you mean comics. I... I, I know what I'm going to suggest. Okay. I, I, go for do it. Do you want me to go first? I want you to go first. 
I'm I'm wearing. I don't know if you can see. I wore this T-shirt on purpose. Okay, he's wearing a Xavier's School T-shirt. And we're going to stay in the '80s. No, oh, God, fuck me. We're doing X-Men. We're going to do. And, and look, we're. It's going to. It's a little bit of reading. Oh Jesus Christ! Go ahead. It's fall. It's fall of the mutants. Okay. It's the next big crossover event after Mutant Massacre. Oh God, have mercy. And gosh darn it, I'm going to love it, and I'm interested to see what you think about it. Oh, you because know you're what gonna, I'm going to make you, you're going to start loving the X-Men. And Scott Summers, Cyclops, Professor X, yada, yada, yada. God is my witness. I thought Twinkies could fly. So, yeah. Follow the mutants. Okay. It's Follow. on the hoopla. I'll send you a screenshot. Okay. <sighs> oh, the big sigh. <laughs> Sorry, no. I was, just, no, I was having was fun. Awesome. I was having fun. Um, <laughs> all right, so my mine is something I have never read. Ooh, and I and I don't even remember where I came across this. It, I, it was on Twitter. Maybe somebody recommended it. They were talking about it. It is called the sixth, the sixth gun, and it's volume one, Cold Dead Fingers. And I'll read the synopsis. During the darkest days of the Civil War, wicked cutthroats come into possession, came into possession of six pistols of otherworldly power. In time, the sixth gun, the most dangerous of the weapons, vanished. When the gun surfaces in the hands of an innocent girl, dark forces awaken. Vile men through long dead set, thought long dead set their sights on retrieving the gun and killing the girl. Only Drake Sinclair, a gunfighter with a shadowy past, stands in... Oh, wait. Their way. There was a... There's a read more button. I hate that. Yeah, no, I got <laughs> Stands you. in their way. And oh, by the way, normally I read out loud better than that. Just to let y'all know, my reading glasses are a little out of date. So it was blurry. I was having a little Uh-oh. trouble. <laughs> no, are those I, readers or are those bifocals? They're progressives. Okay, that's what Yeah, I but they're out of date. I need a mm-hmm. new set and I have not gone and tried to find a new one yet. Oh, I hear you. So it was Minor a little blurry. Only. Once I adjusted them, I was able to read it. I was like, oh, wait, just just fix the problem. So, yeah. Hav and, I and, both, Hav and I both wear reading glasses and regular I, I, glasses. Unabashedly. Yes. I, you know what? I, I remember when I first had to get glasses when I was younger. They were trying to tell me that, hey, you, could, you, you don't have to wear them all the time. It's like, I can see better with them. I'm going to wear them. Oh, really? I had about a 20-day period when... For glasses or maybe one full year where i didn't have to wear glasses all the time you it, didn't. so by fourth grade i have never not had a pair of glasses on or no, contacts no, I, in. Th- third grade third grade was me when i get glasses full time i did contacts Wait, for a little while hold on third grade it may have been third grade when i first started having to wear in school third or fourth grade. anyway yeah i got contacts in sixth grade and i love contacts gotcha no they said hey your, your eyesight's not that bad but i was like well i can see better with them at a distance like i i could anyways i don't i don't get people well as bad as my eyes are i i i can't go without them but i don't get people that had like just have a blurry that don't wear glasses and they're like oh, i'll I'll deal with it i'm like i i like to be able to see right i like it i'm horrified if, when i can't see everything would look like an impressionist painting if i didn't yes wear my glasses Okay, so, hey, I'm looking forward to reading. Hey, did you have any info? Well, I can look it up. I'm, I'm curious to see who wrote it, what publisher it was, all that stuff. Sometimes it was we'll published me- by Oni Lion Forge Publishing Group. Yeah. And Cullen Byrne was the author, Brian Hurt, the illustrator, and Bill Crabtree, the illustrator. Okay. 
cool so it's teen well it's a teen western is what it says so very cool and i want to give you a preview of some other things this is me going a little old school i'm going to go a little newer probably just to give you a heads up in case you want to start reading ahead when you're done with the huge volume i just suggested i'm so sorry um kind of but not really sorry not sorry I'm going to probably suggest in, in the next couple pods, because we're only, we're on season 10. I mean, season episode 10. Yes. So Huck, have you ever read Huck by Mark Millar? Yes, I have. Okay. That was one. Have you read Animal Castle? No, I have not. It's kind of continuation, weird, weird continuation of Animal Farm. Oh, okay. So those two are more modern stuff. And then I got my older stuff that I still always have a backlog of. Okay. But just to, okay, I'm, I was wondering if you'd read Huck. That I may or may, I probably still will because I want to reread it. You should do, do Huck. The, the funny thing is, Mark Millar claims he did Huck because of the violence in comics. And I'll really enjoy talking about the sheer audacity of Mark Millar complaining or at least even mentioning the violence in comics. Because he doesn't, hey, he doesn't, he doesn't need to do that. Charles, I know. It's ridiculous. The fuck, dude? We need to get <laughs> back to the old... Dude, you did kick ass. Did you... I was going to say, did you read your comic books? Have you ever... Yeah, that's hilarious. I don't think I knew that. that, that I knew that I... I had read that this was him trying to be more positive I, and but, less gritty and dark. Yeah, I... But I swear he, part of it was, it was just comics have gotten just so, and I'm like, and unless I, he, I, unless I like he was saying my comics have gotten so. I don't think so. I think it would was, be different. In like, I think he made a comment and it may have, I, it may have been in response to, I don't remember when it came out, but anyway, well, well if you suggest it, we'll talk about all of this at, at a later, but yes, I've read it. I like it. Absolutely cool. suggest it. Cool, cool, cool. Well, hey, Charles, thank you for doing the podcast uh, with me. The pod, sorry. And thank you for being a pod person with me. <laughs> I just love your expression. Sorry. Thank you for doing all the heavy lifting on the production. Patrick, thank you for doing the webpage. Thank you, every single person that listens. I know Charles looks at some stats. I really don't. I know there's people out there that listen. Charles has told me about different pockets of places where people listen. Very much, really, very sincerely, genuinely appreciated. I, I, I half joke about the emails. I, hey, feedback, positive, negative, constructive criticism especially, appreciated, suggestions appreciated. So, yeah. I, I would like to say that I do appreciate everyone that listens. I, too, would actually, as I've said on many, many occasions... Any, any, any advice anyone can give Hob to do a better job, I am open for. I only have a certain amount of time during my day. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, shut the fuck up. Dude, What stop. do you mean? <laughs> Please stop doing that. <laughs> Sorry. Because okay. I have to leave that in, and then I got to listen to that again. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do. I do love the fact that some people actually listen. Like and subscribe if you would. That would be great. And send us some emails, even if it's just to say, hey, y'all are fucking idiots. Hey, and if you have friends that uh, maybe like the comic books or you think would find us halfway tolerable and enjoyable to listen to, and they're asking about what kind of pod you're listening to that you're liking, you can throw us in there and say, hey, this is a fun little pod. And these pod people are kind of cool. And this one guy says pod people and it drives his co-host crazy. And you should listen because it's funny. Oh, for fuck's sake. Okay, so <laughs> thank you all very much for listening. I hope you all have a wonderful rest of the day, wherever you are and whatever you're doing. Bye. Bye. <laughs>